From PQED in San Francisco, this is the Writer's Block. Hey, my name is Sam Sachs, a Bay Area-based writer and educator and performer and organizer. I curate a bi-monthly reading series, and I curate the poetry section at Modern Times Bookstore. And I am the Bay Area's first ever unified Grand Slam champion. I'm going to read a bunch of quiet poems, because I'm on the radio, and you all have to listen. This is a short poem that's called The Dark Room. It's part of uh, my first manuscript, which I'm shopping around right now. The Dark Room. The only light fixture in my room has been broken for over a year. We both pretend not to notice as we talk in each other's general direction, as we undress and cover our genitals, as we pull books from the shelf and make up their stories. Your favorite is the one we already know, the one that hits closest to home. It begins with two boys in a dark room, pretending to see each other. Um, Cool, this poem is called First Writing on My Friend's Heart Attack. Uh, Just last week, my friend uh, had a heart attack on stage in a performance in New York, and I just flew out to see him. So this is the first writing since that. How fitting it is on stage where your heart stopped. Your body climbing out of its character and throwing itself to the ground like a squid with too many eyes. Your beard, afraid broom splintered teeth, your teeth left behind in the theater, in the theater left in your mouth, jutting out how a dock reaches out over water. In that moment, the stage lights. In that moment, the white eyes of a white god trained on your twitching. A gilled boy pulled from a vat of blood. I wonder how long it took the audience to see the boy drowning inside the performance and what madness held them to their chairs. It is this moment that interests me most. The splinter in the spectacle. I'm told they kept your body cold. Breathing tubes, a drug-induced coma, the water freezing in the river of your veins, us all gathered around you like a white lake. In that moment, I pretend I felt it too, that there was a storm in California raining piano keys on my roof, that I bit into an avocado and bruised my gums, chipped my tooth on a chicken bone, that in that moment, my chest tightened, the hook working its metal teeth through the meat of my heart, my body as your body as your body is on the floor. How strange the next night the show went on. Another man climbing into your performance. How fitting that when God slammed the door, he opened a hospital window overlooking the East River. This is a poem I wrote. It's called Dog. My folks kept the ashes of my dog around the house for some godforsaken reason. That first time home from school, she was stashed away below the basement sink in a sweets tin. They'd let me believe she'd be there. And she was. 
My mother scattered the larger pieces of her in the wood a short distance from our door, where I'd walked her each night to watch blunt smoke wrap around my hands like an armored glove, to see that ghost pull all my sadness out into the dark, and my dog would shake her big dog head like a lighthouse or a dog, and I would follow her leash home and wait for keys to fit themselves into impossible locks. She would only bark when a car near tore my arms clear off or I played way too clumsy with serrated things. In that week home, I heard her ghost rattle the tin whenever I reached for the sleeping pills full of whiskey. When I flipped, dangerous men like cheap kitchen knives when I climbed our roof to consider its edge. I wish she had been there then, below the sink, in the basement, the first time I invited a boy in, when he took me down the stairs, when he wore me like a smoking jacket, when he left me a pile of ash. It would have been so easy for my mother not to tell a soul, to pour me in the barking tin scatter the rest of me like smoke in the woods. Right, this poem is called California Law. Uh, and all of but the second to last stanza of this poem are or were on the California law books. In California, sunshine is guaranteed to the masses. It is a misdemeanor to shoot at any kind of game from a moving vehicle unless the target is a whale. Women may not drive in house coats. It is illegal to drive more than 2,000 sheep down Hollywood Boulevard at one time. In Los Angeles, you may not hunt moths under a street light. It is illegal to cry on the witness stand. It is illegal to set metal balloons afloat in the air. In San Francisco, law prohibits elephants from strolling down Market Street unless they are on a leash. It is illegal to wipe down one's car with used underwear. Persons classified as ugly are banned from walking down the street. Bullets may not be used as currency. It is illegal to molest butterflies. The penalty for jumping off a building is death. It is illegal to mistreat anything of great importance. Coins may not be placed in one's ears. In California, my friend owes over a hundred hours of community service to a community he doesn't live in. Prisons are big businesses. The maximum sentence for a police officer shooting an unarmed black man in the back is two years. The men who sleep on my steps once lived in my building. A single Hollywood film costs more money than the entire Oakland Unified School District combined. Long-term solitary confinement is still regularly used as torture, but in California, sunshine is guaranteed to the masses. This is an early sad gay love high school poem. I broke every mirror. They held the ugliest face in the world. They all deserved it. But he kissed my mom's car window so persuasively I prayed to be reborn as glass. I drove the wrong way home. He was why I trained my blood cells to scream. The pheromones my limbs reached for without splinter 
where I would pour liquor into us like we were nothing but skin flasks. The once his shirt lifted, how the vodka bottle emptied, I stared for the rest of my life. He caught my eyes. I dangle like a hooked fish twitching on the metal barb. He smiles as I struggle to breathe. I have yet to apologize for being this meat locker without language, for following like a desiccated pig each classroom bathroom trip just to stand beside exposed, imagining impossible scenarios waiting for his mouth as we empty. I didn't know then how all us gay boys flocked to him like hungry birds, how well practiced he was in the vocabulary of my need. When I asked to kiss him, he didn't say no, and for a moment my heart flew from my chest, that dummy through its windshield. Then he told me of the others, the list of sad boys he keeps in his pocket. He adds my name to it asks if I'm interested in them, just any warm thing to crawl inside, humiliation waves in me like a hundred angry queens, the dull red animal in my chest, a glum knife slicing at organs. He asks for a ride home. Inside the car, my knuckles are white as the fast street lights. He sat quiet that night. I drove past his house, five dumb fingers choked at his thigh, the accelerator forced itself on the carpet. I didn't see the speed bump. I wouldn't have slowed if I did. The car drove off the road, screeching savage our bodies, empty bottles thrown against seat belts. We sat in a sad ditch. He looks at me with new eyes. There is silver inside them. I see the same scared child he did. He spoke in a language without arms, opened the door, left without words. I still pray to be reborn as a window, something for him to kiss, to break, to jump through. To subscribe to the Writer's Block and hear more stories, visit kqed.org slash writersblock. The Writer's Block is produced by KQED.